0: Welcome to the
1: Mask Gun Journey. We are very glad to have you with us today. And after listening to last week's show, you guys are probably surprised that I'm even here today. We're really glad to have you with us, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually listened to last week's show and, and heard that apparently I'm on vacation even when I'm working. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I heard the quotes. I've got it. It's all good. That's okay. Last week I was enjoying Colorado and the cold, cold weather there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but it was nice. It was very pretty out there. I thought about you guys you know, occasionally. <laughs> Wouldn't quite say often. Not too much, I hope. No, 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 I did. I did think about you guys. But uh, no, we're uh, continuing the topic this week that we started last week when I wasn't here, which was on healing, which uh, ironically, that was Corey's topic that he wanted to talk about. And the ironic part is, Corey's
0: not able to be here this week. No, it, it, seriously, tragically, there was a cow emergency, and literally. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I don't know how else to put it, but he had to go deal with that. And and so here we are. I don't think that's a term I've ever really heard
1: before. <laughs> cow emergency. But yeah. It was
0: a cow emergency. Yeah, it but was. it was. You know, and and his topic was healing. And we, we weren't able to get to everything we wanted to last week. So we're continuing that process. But it, it's, you know, we were talking about it before the show that, you know, it was stated in Isaiah, and again Jesus quoted it that you know his mission was to right mm-hmm. heal the brokenhearted and set the captives free. Right. And you know I hadn't really put it together until just like two seconds before the show that healing the brokenhearted is sort of a singular person. We were talking about that last week, and captives, however, is plural, mm-hmm. and it, it's really. Fascinating to me how God has used community to help heal the brokenhearted in my case, and so continuing on along those lines, and and of course Jim, you've you <laughs> you felt like there was a really a big point that we left out last time when it came to you know what the part that resurrection takes in that.
2: Well, part of it was the really moving music that you're going to hear at the break. But we usually just, you know, want to get a little better. We want to work on this, work on that. And what we really need is resurrection. We need to be totally changed. We need to become the new man that God created us to be. And that's a long. seems like a long way away at times. And that's where the true healing is when we can be in that position of, Dying to self.
1: Well, definitely Jesus came that we may have salvation, right? And that we could be reconciled to the Father, right? But when he states his mission, and that's a big part of it, right? Without, without having access to the Father, it's hard to have healing, right? Without having salvation, it's hard to have any of that. And salvation's beginning, as you stated, of the new man,
2: right, coming in. We said the biggest healing is accepting Jesus. Absolutely. But it's, that's the... First huge jump in the long walk to the complete healing that we can expect.
1: Oh yeah, and it's uh, not as though we don't continue to have opportunities to get hurt along the way. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's kind of a continued uh, continued cycle, so to speak. So Jesus definitely has his hands full to continue to heal the brokenhearted because there's lots out there to continually break our hearts, you know, as we try to navigate through life. Well, the As we go from individual healing, right, which begins with the acceptance of Christ, right, it begins with that, and then, you know, God works on us individually, and we get some healing, as you guys talked about last week, and we've all experienced some of that in one way or another, some of that through boot camp when we're there, other times uh, through our our meetings together, right, that there's healing that comes from it, but there's there's something that has to be a catalyst, Robbie, and that kind of gets us to our first clip, doesn't
0: it? Right. And I, I wish I knew the guy's name, but I think of him as Paul Mart, you know, the Paul Bar- Ma- <laughs> Paul Bart mall cop, You know, that's all I can think of as the guy. Yeah. And he's in this movie. Kevin James. Kevin James. Yeah. And he's a biology teacher. And what you can't see as we are playing this clip is he is standing on the desk of, you know, he's the teacher and literally dancing as he is moving about trying to explain Biology. Now, if you listen to the very beginning of the clip, I I think it's interesting to me that the kids are checked out and they're not really into what it is he has to offer. And so he's almost experiencing the dead organism for which he's describing (laughs) as he walks into the class. But as his activity itself, as he begins to dance on the desk and do the things that he does, he actually, if you listen to the engagement in the classroom, you can see uh, see somewhat the healing of the organism um, that takes place. Right before this in the movie,
1: he was the dead organism, and somebody challenges him. So it's pretty cool to see as he accepts and starts to walk into it. Others are affected.
3: Whoa! What's going on, Mister Voss? Biology, Derek. Anyone know what happens to a stagnant cell? What's he doing on the table? I don't know. Something about cells. Malia. It's not good. Did you hear that? It ain't good. People, a cell that is not in motion is not a productive member of the system. It ends up assuming all the other cells are gonna pick up the slack somewhere, but they don't. In fact, they imitate the stray cell until basically the whole organism begins to die. But you know what, biology is an amazing thing. And here's the good news. All that decays can be restored. It's just hitting anybody. Like how a cut heals. Like how a cut heals. Brian, my man. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you got one.
3: <laughs> and once right. that cell is back on track, it creates energy amongst the other cells. That's what happens. It starts getting a little movement going. It gets a little rumble. Can I get a little rumble from everybody? Everybody just rumble in your seats right now for me. Just rumble a little bit. Okay, no rumble, that's fine. I'll be the lone rumbler out here. That's what I am, I'm a lone rumbler. But then the cell starts banging into the other cells and the cells push back and go, hey, what are you doing to me? They hit into another one. Hey, don't do that, hey, that's my friend. You don't even know him, you don't know me either. I know you, we work together. Because then they hit a rhythm, they all hit a rhythm and this is the beginning of the restorative process. So now, even if the entire system is close to dead, what happens? Martinez, come on, give me something. No, no. Not today. Oh no, not in my house. No, 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 no. Look out, here we come. Don't look up my pant leg, Derek. You're better than that. I'm right over you. Come on, man. What do you say? If all the cells work together, what will happen? The entire system is healed. Exactly.
0: That is a sick dragon. Yeah! yeah. Yeah, we need to add that the sick dragon is the, the boy has been checked out in class and he's drawn dragons. And and so, you know, what he's done effectively is actually by him becoming engaged and by him beginning to move about and literally move about and start touching people and calling them out and and seeing their glory and realizing that, you know, there's some beautiful stuff out there, you know, He brings healing to an organization. And the reason I I love that clip, Sam, is that for me, I did not realize what a couch potato I had become. I mean, I taught Sunday school class. I even had a radio show. You know, I was doing stuff for the kingdom, sort of. (laughs) (laughs) But I hate to think how stagnant my life really was. And I didn't have that enthusiasm, you know, that rumbling that he's talking about and and that kind of feeling like I was really engaged and, and, and getting healing. But as I got to be part of that community, started to adopt the adventure, you know, and getting all those things going and the rhythm that he's talking about. And so it's kind of neat that the, the community brought me healing as I brought healing to the community.
1: Yeah, it's it's, God uses each one of us as long as we're willing to be a catalyst for the community. You know, there's going to be something that when we let him work in our life and we share with others, to think that that's not going to have an impact on others or he's not going to do something with that is naive to some degree, right? Because God's planting seeds that may be harvested soon or way down the road, but he's still planting seeds. You know, and we've seen that in our group you know, where one of us may have an opportunity to, to get out and get some counseling or read something or God opens our eyes to something. And then that fosters something in someone
0: else, which leads to healing as well. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a fascinating thing. So something that I never would have put together, actually, you know, through that Isaiah 61 pass, passage, you know, he, he came to heal the brokenhearted and set the captives free. Yeah. And, and so one leads kind of to the other. Yeah,
1: and, and it, it speaks to the importance of trying to find a good community to walk in, right? Not every community is necessarily a good community. <laughs> you know, go to a family reunion. <laughs> sometimes they're okay, sometimes not as much. Uh, but yeah, sometimes that's not the safest community to be in. You know, I've been taking some uh, classes and one of the things that actually came up in a lecture this last week was um, in healing, whether it's secular healing, Christian healing, they always talk about the importance of community and the importance of that community having some key elements to it. And those key elements being, and they all have to be uh, there. They all have to be there. The key elements being encouraging is one of them. Loving in the ability to hold each other accountable. Now, Jim, that word accountable gets misused a lot, doesn't it?
2: <laughs> and that is something we talked about before. Nobody really likes that word because it sounds like we're being judgmental and you know, I'm telling you what you have to do and I don't know any human being that likes to be told what they have to do. In fact, most of us will reject that and do the opposite just because somebody said we had to. To mm-hmm. earn um, a paycheck? we do it but uh, so many of us need the healing that comes with the empathy and the caring and the affirmation as well as the honesty and directly you know confronting things in our lives that the other thing
0: i would add to your list that to me is critical is a sense of belonging yeah like this is home to me this is where this is my you know, because for a long time you and Darren used to say why do you keep saying you guys it's us mm-hmm. <laughs> right and, and it, it's hard I to am. adopt
1: that no it is and, and I think that when you start talking about that accountability to understand that knowing the heart of the other is key because Jim if you tell me something I know your heart's good and I know you're telling me because you love me that uh-huh. makes a big difference And if you have a hidden agenda when we come back we're going to talk more about that but while we're at break and you're listening to the great commercials here that's talking about boot camp why don't you go ahead and go register for boot camp coming up march 21st through 24th go to masculine journey radio hi this is sam with masculine journey i'm here with my son eli we're going to talk about ways that you can help support the ministry one way you can go to smile.amazon.com there's information on our website there on how to do that
0: then you can go to facebook.com where you can click the donate button
3: Or you can go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org. Once again, look for the donate button.
1: Or if you want to mail something in, mail it to PO Box 550, Kernersville, North Carolina, 27285.
0: What God does at Masculine Journey Radio Bootcamp. When I first got here, I was kind of closed off. Didn't really want to talk to anybody because I thought I was stupid. I didn't believe. I'm not going to lie to you. I feel like each person who spoke kind of chipped away at this feeling I was having and chipped away at this mask I was hiding behind. I've never heard anybody speak about God and Jesus and the way we're supposed to feel like you guys have this weekend. What a gift. $199 Masculine Journey Radio Bootcamp. Go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org. We say we-
2: is the great Randy Stonehill who's one of the best songwriters that nobody's ever heard of anymore but he's been in the business 45 close to 50 years and invariably his songs are either hilarious or very convicting and that one to me is a very convicting song and often they're both but in this it really is, it explains our situation well you know we Think we need a little help. Yeah, you know, we think we, you know, just need to start doing this and do that a little better and we'll be okay. And what we really need is a new life in Jesus. And
0: I was listen, as I was listening to that, Sam, I was thinking, that actually sets up the Coach Carter clip mm-hmm. that you know, in this scene coach Carter has his players have were failing their classes and they'd signed a contract before they were playing basketball with him that they would see, meet a certain grade standard. And so he locks these guys out of the gym, <laughs> which causes his principal a great deal of pain, but I think as you listen to this, the coach has such a higher value of what these players should be than what the principal or the players themselves see
3: lock on the gym and force them to meet you in the library? Are you crazy? Miss Garrison, I'm surprised you know where my office is. Take the lock off that gym. My phone hasn't stopped ringing. Maybe someone on the other end of that phone has a solution to our problem. Your intentions are good, Mr. Carter, but your methods are a bit extreme. You painted an extreme picture. No one expects them to graduate. No one expects them to go to college. So you take away basketball, the one area of their lives where they have some success? Yes, ma'am. And you challenge them academically? Yes, ma'am. And what if they fail? Then we failed. Unfortunately, Mr. Carter, both you and I know that for some of these kids, this basketball season will be the highlight of their lives.
2: Well, I think that's the problem. Don't you?
0: You know, Sam, as I heard that clip, I was horribly convicted that when I first heard what the principal said, I agreed with her <laughs> until I heard his answer. And then I went, oh my goodness, you know, we set our sights way too low, um, you know, as, as we look at the, at the potential of... Of people, are, and we see where you know they possibly could be, and you know God doesn't do that. I mean, that, that's not the picture of where what He has for those students, and it's really a beautiful thing that that this guy calls them out. Yeah, Coach Carter is one of the movies that's that's based on a true
1: story as well. Um, you know, where you have a coach. that Obviously, as a coach, you're paid to win ball games. You know, but the coach looks beyond that, right? He looks beyond. What's best for him? He looks beyond what's best for the the school, as far as their record, or what's what's best for um, the principal, and does out of a loving heart what's best for the boys. All right? And it's a it's a good movie. I've seen it before in the past, but that's a that's a key element of, that we we're talking about before in community is the selfless motive of. Reaching out to others in love, or sharing, or being authentic with one another, trusting that it'll be okay. Now, Rodney, you saw that today, kind of play out in a a setting you probably wouldn't expect it to.
4: No, I didn't know what to expect. I just knew that um, we were going to bring a couple managers on. They gave me a format to follow for assimilation, which was to get the current people that are working there in these groups with their new managers so they could learn about each other and i had no idea what to expect i've never done this exact facilitation before the first group went very well there was expected to be low-keyed and uh, again back to what we expect and what actually happens kind of thing the first manager shortened the time up thought this is going to be simple we went way we went the normal time and he shortened it up and it Went in way into lunch, and I had the second group in there by one because I knew the, the the afternoon group was going to be the tough group. They were going to be challenging. They have a bunch of things. They're more experienced. They, they carry baggage and stuff with them. I get to listen to it because I sit near them a lot. And I'm like, okay, what's this afternoon session going to be like? And we go through a series of questions about what would you like To know about your new manager what does he need to know about you what are the problems and some of the solutions we might be able to solve here and there's always you know somebody has to start so you guys talked about how people are going to actually heal in this community so somebody says something and then you can see somebody else say something and then they're starting to grow on each other and my role of course is to facilitate so i'm trying to draw things out from them Speaking in truth, but also in a way that, guys, we still have to go out and do our job and be there for each other, even though we're in difficult times, we have difficult situations. I never, and it, it just, this topic that we're on from last week and this week, the healing, I'm just like, oh my gosh, the wounds. I'm starting to see wounds in everybody, and they're starting to talk about their wounds and the way they were very sincere about it and coming across and trying to be very open because they really want the best for the manager to come in because they know he's coming into a tough situation. To be that open, that honest, and the way it played out is you have that group in there without the manager, then you bring the manager in and kind of say, okay, well this is kind of what they want to know about. So you, you get, here, here's what they wrote down and here's, here's what's behind that also. And then the group comes together. And the manager did a good job. He was going through many things. And he just kind of, in a moment, like, asked them, so basically talk to me more. Tell me more about this one here. I want to understand. And he sat down also, which was great, because now he's down on their level, because they're all sitting in the conference room, and he was standing and talking. Now he gets to sit down. And the dialogue and more and more wounds were opened I think, to allow for the healing because if you don't open a wound, you don't address the wound, the healing is never going to happen. Mm-hmm. So for this group, the community that you just talked about, and they come together and they were helping each other explain their situations and talk through their their pain and their hurt and what they don't want for the new manager. They don't want him to go through that. And they, it was just a beautiful thing to watch that all come together. I was just... By this time, I wasn't facilitating. I was kind of the side because it was, it was the manager and the team that he's going to be leading, carrying the conversation, carrying the weight of it. I could just step to the side and just kind of watch and observe. It's a beautiful thing to watch it happen in front because now there's, there is a potential for them to work together and go forward, which is beautiful.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's the power of authenticity. Yes. The power of people taking risk. Big risk right especially in a work setting you know you think about that but you have to be willing to step out for others to to get that benefit but sam there's always change coming there is always change coming. <laughs> uh, I know. There is always change coming. Jim, did you want to add? Well, you know I, we are? I was no, gonna, no,
2: no. You can't shortcut that. Oh, no. We'll get there. We'll okay. get there. What I was going to say real quick <laughs> is I'm guessing that the manager never told them anything. He was asking questions. And that is how you draw someone out. It's not by, as we said earlier, uh, being directive. It is being questioning and help them come to the right conclusion.
0: And about the and then
2: listening, yeah, by all means.
0: Yeah, I think
1: one thing for us to recognize is life continually changes, right? You know, I know that we, at least in my life, I always tend to think, well, if I can just get to this point, then I can kind of lock in and just go in cruise control. Well, th- there isn't really any cruise control, <laughs> <laughs> right? Because then there's another curve coming up you don't expect, or a few bumps. Yeah, or, rigged it. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's changes that are happening. And, and so, I, I, again, I've again been taking some of these classes, and one of the classes, I think it was last week, had the quote that change is inevitable. Yeah, you know, it's going to happen, right? That's going to happen all of our lives. Growth is optional. And just that whole concept of what are we going to do with change? Are we going to allow it to derail our life? Or Are we going to be allow it to uh, take us places that scare us, or you know, take us to bad, dark places? And and that gets us to a clip. It's probably going to be stuff. one of the least popular clips ever played <laughs>
4: on this <laughs> it show. Sound bad?
1: And I'm going to own it. Uh, but no, this is when I was thinking of this 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 uh, quote. This is a clip that came to mind, and it was from the Brady Bunch. <laughs> <laughs> and it was back years ago, uh, which, when the Brady Bunch was on. And, and Peter, the, the middle uh, Sorry, brother, was I'm... supposed to be doing a solo. They were taking on singing like all the families back then, apparently. And uh, they, he was supposed to do a solo, and his voice started to change. Now, he could have let that derail him, or he could accept it and move on. So that gets us to this clip from the Brady Bunch. <laughs> day by day, it's hard to
4: see the changes you've been through.
3: A little
4: bit of living, a little bit of growing, all adds up to you. Every boy's a man inside, a girl's a woman too. And if you want to reach your destiny,
2: here's what you've got to do. When it's time to change, then
3: it's time to change. Don't come along for the ride, don't
4: you see? When it's time to change, you've got to rearrange.
1: Surprisingly, that was only 52 seconds. <laughs> I know that it felt much longer. And, and Robbie, I know that you're probably enjoying this because oh, it's, it's, it's not Camp Rock. And so this is what you can kind of throw back at me It give me a hard time. But, you know, even in, you know, the silly TV show, The Brady Bunch, you can find some truth, you know, if you listen and you open up and you let God work on you, you know, and... I remember watching that as a kid and just thinking it was funny and it was about my age at the time. And But, you know, that is a constant thing that we're all facing. You know, Robbie, I'm sure your life is completely different today than it was six months ago.
0: Oh, that would be a gigantic understatement. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. N- they're not even close. But, I, you know, as I was sitting there listening to Peter, you know, it is part of a man that he goes from that lion cub that's got to learn how to roar. Yeah. Yeah. And in the meantime, you just change. (laughs) (laughs) You just roll with
1: it. You know, and you let God lead. Go to masculinejourneyradio.org. Register for the upcoming boot camp. God's going to be doing some amazing things there. I I can't tell you what they are, but I know he's going to do them because he does every time. And I want that to be something he does for you as well as us. We'd love to have you go register. Go to masculinejourneyradio.org. Register now March 21st through 24th. We'll see you next week.
0: Or hear you.